Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean Aylmer, and as always, I'm joined by economist Stephen Kukoulos. You'll find him at thekook.com and on Twitter using the handle thekook, T-H-E-K-O-U-K. Stephen, you're coming to us today not from your normal office. Is that right? That's correct. I'm at the Melbourne International Flower and Garden Show, uh, having mm. a wonderful time here. And this is my uh, side hustle, I suppose you could call yeah. it. Sirens in the background. It's called Pink Pear. It's the extravagant fruit sculptures. And just as we're talking, the police are coming to take me away, I think. Excellent. So pinkpear.com.au. I have been browsing. Fantastic. Fantastic. Look, it's all about the Reserve Bank board meeting this week, obviously, but just before we jump into that and it's all relevant to it, a couple of pretty interesting figures out last week. One was the CPI February number and the other was job vacancies. Sean, it was a really interesting week last week because the inflation numbers did confirm what we've all been hoping for and that is a deceleration in inflation. So the inflation rate in annual terms went from 8.4% in the year to December down to 6.8. So at face value, it was still an elevated inflation rate. But if you're looking at the run rate, you're looking at the slowdown in the economy, you can see that inflation pressures are starting to abate. And as you alluded to, the job vacancy series, another small fall, it wasn't a free fall, but the demand for labour appears to be topping out. And that's an important part of the inflation equation as well. So both of those figures say to me that the Reserve Bank's going to be on hold. Okay, of course, that all feeds into the Reserve Bank board meeting tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow morning's the meeting we get the announcement at 2 30 tomorrow afternoon Stephen, will the reserve bank lift interest rates or not no they're on hold i've been of the view for some time that they've done more than enough to cool the economy down and with that to get the inflation rate heading towards their target range obviously they're going to be sort of a little bit concerned that inflation is still elevated and yes at 6.8 it is still quite high but the momentum is one of the things that's important in economics. Turning points are important in economics. And the turning point in inflation, in GDP growth, and even in things like demand for labour are all pointing to a slower economy in the early to middle part of 2023. We know that. We've got the inflation pressures around the globe starting to abate. And something that is dear to my heart, and I know we've spoken about this in past uh, week ahead discussions, is the momentum in commodity prices. And if we look at the index of commodity prices, we can see gas, oil, a lot of the energy prices are down. Some of the uh, uh, precious metal prices, while they're elevated, we've got base metal prices stabilising or edging down a little. And when we're talking about inflation, remember it's the rate of increase in prices. So even when prices are tracking sideways, that means inflation is tracking sideways, not going up. So that, that whole comparisons to last year, that's going to play a bit of a role then in the next little bit. Oh, indeed it is. And in fact, the, a lot of the 6.8% annual inflation rate that, that's caused some people to have some concern about whether inflation's falling quickly enough includes a lot of the price increases that were in the middle of 2022. So, so by definition, the year-on-year increase for February included data from March, April, May, June, July, etc. And so we know that they were the high price increases. We know they were the reasons why the RBA hiked Previously, we shouldn't double count those increases and instead be looking at the very recent data and, in fact, trying to project where the momentum on inflation, economic activity is starting to go. And clearly, it's slowing slower growth and a deceleration in inflation is coming through. 
Okay, now that is good news. What about uh, house prices? We'll get figures for the month of March on house prices. Across the country, they're down 10 or 11% thus far, a little more in Sydney, a little less most other places. How do you think, what do we think we'll see this week? This is the interesting thing. We know from the daily core logic numbers, because they publish their numbers on a high frequency basis, prices, hold on to your hat, are going up. That so we've had a this strong demand coming from this incredible population increase. Last week in particular, there was a lot of uh, information written about the increase in immigration, foreign students coming to Australia, the extremely tight rental market, which is still apparent. That's spilling over into demand for for the, I'd say the bottom half in terms of pricing in housing. Sydney's now edged up a little bit in the month of March. We've got Melbourne prices edging up a bit. And as you put into context, yes, it's after some pretty big falls, but we're going to be seeing when the numbers come out later today, we're going to be seeing that, you know, house prices are, have ticked up and that's unusual, particularly with interest rates uh, having increased right through to uh, March. So, Stephen, where's the economy at the moment? It, it's kind of, is it at a turning point or we've already turned perhaps, but it's kind of very interestingly in terms of house prices, in terms of economic growth, in terms of inflation, Great for the economists out there just to be watching this. It is. One of the things that I love about economics, and uh, as I was saying before, are turning points. You know, when an economy is trending up or trending down, it's it's pretty easy to work out. But when you get a turning point, it's exciting. So that turning point in growth, which happened around the middle of last year when we actually look back at the GDP momentum sort of indicators, the retail sales numbers are softening, job vacancies are softening, the rate of employment increase is softening. Those turning points, and they're all consistent, they're all in the one direction, the same direction. So it's saying to me that the economy is slowing, inflation's had the turning point. And when I look around the global inflation rates, while there's a little frustration that, yes, it'd be nice to see US inflation falling a little more rapidly, nonetheless, it's still heading down from where it was. And, you know, the jury's out whether we you know, whether we've seen the end point of the inflation pressures, but the the available evidence is suggesting that, yeah, we probably have. Fantastic. Stephen, what's that website? One more time. Pinkpear.com.au for all of your extravagant fruit sculptures. Uh, as I said, it's a great side hustle. Fantastic. Stephen, have a great week. Thank you, Sean. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on Twitter using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. <laughs> 